Indianapolis 500 dominates the month of May and joining us on the show this week is the owner of one of the cars, Great Crusher Murray. We hope you'll stay with us. Well, hello across the globe to Brett Crusher-Murray, who is the owner of Pertec Team Murray, running Matt Brownman in the 100th running of the Indianapolis 500. He joins us from the Speedway now, Crusher. Congratulations, a fantastic debut for Pertec Team Murray at the Angelist Grand Prix of Indianapolis just last weekend. Yeah, thanks, Craig. It was. You know, young Matthew did a terrific job. Uh, you know, we really only had one goal, and that was race and do as many laps as we possibly could and he finished on the lead lap and that weren't a loss as a result of that and we had a few things go against us, we had a couple of buggered up fuel stops and you know, we had an opportunity to probably jump in for that yellow track position and it was probably a top 10 finish which would have been amazing but I'll take the day before a 16 spot and all that so I would have probably taken it had Matthew's um, knowledge base increased tremendously and uh, he's carried that forward through his rookie orientation and practice this week for the 500. And that race, of course, on the Saturday, then the Speedway spends the entire Sunday resetting, reshaping the track to the the traditional two-and-a-half-mile oval. And uh, on Monday, Matthew went out and completed a rookie test, which was a critical part in getting to the 33 cars that start the Indianapolis 500-mile race. Yeah, so um, at this stage, there's only 33 entries, which means we automatically qualify. If the 34th car comes on in the meantime, then there will uh, be one bump from the field. So at this stage, uh, we're in the show, um, confirmed. Um, we went out and did the, uh, the rookie orientation. first stage of that is to run the car uh, 10 laps um, under 205 um, and then to run 10 lap, 15 laps between 205 and 210 and then between 210 and 215, 215 plus. So... Um, the idea is to drive the car slower than you would normally drive it, just to control the show that you can control the car at that pace, and then you gradually step up. So there's any car officials in pit lane who stand there saying, yep, okay, you've done that bit. Now, here's what you need to do. You do that bit, and then, you know, they, they'll judge or they say, hey, you're a bit low or a bit high or whatever the deal is, and um, we can adjust that accordingly. They can say, okay, we're not happy with this, or he's too fast, too slow. Um, so we managed to get through all that process. And then ran in the afternoon with the big boys and got some uh, good times in ran a top speed of about 223, which is 354 kilometres an hour in Australian speak. So when you start talking those sort of kilometres an hour, uh, you know you're getting pretty serious. Obviously, Matt's in the car doing the job. What's it like being on the pit wall, being an owner in that environment? Well, you know, I think I was a bit nervous before the race, just, um, you know, nerves and excitement and all those things. It's great. Um, I guess, you know, it was our first race and, you know, that was all good, but really the whole, you know, the whole prize... Uh, has been the Indy 500, so we just saw that as part of the process of getting to the 500. So while I was racing and, you know, things were out there and you wanted it to go as smooth as possible, um, it was really just making sure that we, you know, got the things done we needed to do to get more of the, you know, more points in the bank heading towards the 500. So I'm sure that'll be a totally different uh, scenario next weekend. Craig, when we're, you know, when we're on the grid and the national anthem's been played and, you know, We've got uh, you know planes in the air and balloons flying and you know family and friends that have come from Australia and you know the well wishes the text messages you know if there's any indication so far there'll be uh, plenty of them and, and and messages and you know all those things people just you know have been with us for the for the for the trip and uh, we get to roll out you know for the biggest show on earth that's going to be uh, that's going to be a different level. Now of course to get to that you have to go through qualifying on this. Uh, 
next couple of weekend days and that's a, a process in and of, of itself and completely different to the way you qualify for any any races we see here in Australia. Yeah, well, they sort of change it up a bit each year and, you know, there's a bit of tweaking. There may be a tweak before this weekend, but pretty much now everyone will run on the, you know, qualify for the race on the Saturday um, and then you'll, because um, they were thinking they may have more than 33 cars, but they run on the Saturday, you'll be in the show and then on the Sunday you'll come out and you'll actually run for grid positions and and the pole, and um, the pole winner will have the, the bragging rights for the week leading up to the following Sunday. So, um, but, you know, that also gives you a chance to show when you're in the show and sell a bit of extra space on the car if you've got, which we, which we certainly have, and you've got all the other festivities. So you'll run on the Monday, and then basically uh, we shut it down to a bit of a run on the Friday, and then that's it. You know, we uh, don't do anything until the, the big games on the 29th of May. So what other things, dinners and parties and street parades and all the other stuff that goes with it, that's sort of been up and down over the last few years, certainly since the split in the 2000s, but uh, this year the, the place has been sold out already for two weeks, so there'll be you know 400,000 plus people here. You can't get a motel within three hours of the place, and if you can, it's going to cost you a thousand bucks a night. The joint is absolutely going to be pumping, and it's all just going to add to the excitement. Mentioned a number of times Pertec coming on board with their North American operation, but I noticed that uh, you still have some opportunities for people who want to get in on the big show. Yeah, well, Pertec have been you know, you know enormous supporters of us. They were the ones who put the big check up to allow us to roll the dice we had some gaps to fill we've filled a couple of small ones but we've still got some gaps to fill so you know it's got space in the car we're doing you know an amazing amount of media which will get media attention globally a couple of things we've got to arrange for next week we've got a couple of stunts up our sleeve which are going to be very very special and uh we'll certainly have you know a few people turning heads so um and you know we've got one of the best media systems uh in, in australian sport i believe um and certainly that equates to here as well through you know 20 years of doing it here as well so plenty of return on investment and you know it's just good to have some great people like Pertec on board with us through the US arm but certainly obviously in Australia as well with those guys and, and um, they'll all be here with us as well so it's going to be great to have them standing on the grid with us and, and um, being a part of uh, what's been a dream for so many people. Now you've talked about the uh, media work that you've been doing and uh, how has it been received? Obviously uh, you've worked in America before and you spent quite a bit of time working in PR in and around the Indianapolis area. What have people thought about the way that you have taken this team, launched this team and and had so many partnerships with institutions that are just seen as so uh, red, white and blue? Yeah, well one of our major partners is the Chris Cole Fogg Foundation. Chris was the American sniper who in the focus of the movie, The American Sniper. His wife, Taya, is our, uh, is our ambassador. Um, we've had a relationship with um, Taya's family um, through friends and through my businesses. We've helped the foundation done some things. So together we've worked on a great program. We'll be hosting four to 500 military people and first responders and their families over the month of May, which is just, you know, tremendous, uh, tremendous for us to be able to do that. Um, we've got a military pit crew. Um, which we're building, which will compete in the uh, the Pit Crew Challenge, the Tagway Pit Crew Challenge on Carb Day. So those guys um, will arrive today and uh, they'll be doing a boot camp style thing twice a day, learning how to become Pit Crew members and training. And they're doing a lot of other things like you know, hospital bits to veterans' hospitals and and uh, some other media events and you know, a whole lot of stuff would be an enjoyable weekend for them. But, um, but they're all pretty psyched up. They're ex-Navy SEALs and firemen and policemen and... They're pretty psyched up about uh, being involved in that, so we've done that, which is you know put plenty of attention to the foundation. Hopefully, we'll raise a heap of money for them. And then you know we've had good people involved. The, the, the feedback, the response to what we're doing, 
people, uh, you know, we've, you know, might just sit down and explain to them what they're doing. They're just, you know, really very, very supportive of it. You know, our media today uh, has been non-stop, and it's, uh, it's only going to get bigger and bigger between now and the, and the, and the real show. So, uh, and then all we need is a, a good result in the in the big dance, and um, we'll be able to take that to the next level with the ultimate goal of having Matthew in a full-time ride you know, sometime in the near future in the IndyCar series, which is where he belongs. You know, the kid's done an amazing job. And, um, you know, if we can help motivate that um, in the paddock somewhere or motivate some money to make it happen, then uh, that would be a great great, uh, great end result for us and uh, mission accomplished. Crush, to say you're living the dream would be an understatement, but uh, I know there's a lot of stress that's going along with it. Have a great uh, completion to the month of May and look forward to seeing Pertec Team Murray on the uh, grid and actually running up the front of the 100th running of the Indianapolis 500. Thanks, Craig, and, and thanks to everybody for their enormous support. It's been uh, it's been really humbling, and uh, and you know people have really uh, you know been hearing from people for 20 I've heard from 20 odd years. You know, I've raised some people that are just giving their thumbs up or just a little note here and there, and it's just been yeah, it's been quite a humbling deal. And and uh, and Matthew's certainly uh, done everything he needs to do to live up to the end of the bargain. So. Hopefully, uh, there's more than one or two people taking out of him in uh, in the paddock area. I can guarantee you that. So we just need to get the job done now and give him the car that he deserves, and he'll do the job. And hopefully, it's the start of the next generation for the Brabham family, which would be enormous for Australian motorsport and third tech of the company too. Have been involved in kicking kicking it off. So thanks, mate. I appreciate appreciate the well wishes and the time. That's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Till next time around, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.